Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your co-host, Dre E. This is number one podcast in the world. Cup of Joe with Dre. I got Joe, Mr. Velvet Jones himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the motherfucking building. We also got Miss V from Voice of V in the building. What's up, y'all? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos dias. <laughs> I love you down. Yeah, yeah. I'm good, bro. Yeah, hey, hey. Hey, that song used to make hey, it that's, right. That's it right really? there. It's, that shit still make it right. <laughs> it sure does. Hey, shit, don't play. <laughs> that's the joint. Um, How you beautiful people doing, man? Hey, man, I'm blessed, man. I can't complain, man, at all. Look, man, we, we had to do a part two, man. I, I told Dre, look, we got to do a part two to this because we have so much. Stuff to unpack, so much going on. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, yeah, man. Look, let me tell you, these two have come guns blazing, y'all. <laughs> hey, so, we shoot, man. We shoot. Shooters gonna shoot. <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing with Kobe and Steph over here, man? Yeah, man. We get we out here. You know what? Look, let's let's. I mean, while the fire going, let's get to cooking. So let me ask y'all something. Since we on the love episode, yes, sir. Let's talk about the importance of love languages. No, oh, man, it's funny, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing me and V didn't get to today. That, that's okay, because y'all were waiting for me. Hey, that's yeah, for it. sure, man. See, we knew you was going to come through, yeah, Joe. Man. Hey, man, very important, man. Um, I didn't believe in that shit. Um, I took my first love language um, um, test, rather, when um, when I was getting my associate's degree. It was a part of one of my classes, um, and I took it. And um, I didn't like, when I got the results, I didn't believe that shit, and then... You know, I just took up a class, or whatever. But then I, I actually one day I just dawned on me I need to go like really look at this shit and pay attention to this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's spot on, bro. It was spot on, and it's like, yeah, man, that that makes perfect sense. So you got to when it comes to your love languages, your love language, your love language teaches you how you need to be want to be loved. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's, it's, it's important to find out whatever your significant other's love language is so you ain't loving them in the wrong damn language, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so I think it's very important to answer your question. It is. What about you, V? It's important because you could be wasting your time mm-hmm. loving on someone in the wrong love language and their love tank is empty and you get frustrated because you're like, but I'm showing you all this love. And they're like, I feel unloved. And so that's frustrating. So you have to love them in their love language because we might speak, we we might accept love in a certain way, but we might speak a different love language. So you got to know what your significant other or or even like this applies even to your friends, to your kids, because if you want your kids to feel loved, you got to know what their love language is. None of them are the same. So I had to learn how to love people in their love language so they can actually feel loved. So you have to learn all the love languages, honestly, Mm -hmm. if you want to be able Mm -hmm. to love on people the right way. Mm -hmm. And I think we all, we all, I'm pretty sure we all have the ability to, to uh, perform all the love languages. We do. Mm -hmm. Um, Acts of service. I mean, that's easy. (laughs) Quality time may be the hardest thing, um, maybe I don't, I don't believe that it is, but cause that's my love language too. So, um, uh, words of affirmation and physical touch. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the four love languages. 
Um, I'm capable of all of those things. Um, I'm not really a, um, what's the gifts one? Mm-hmm. That one? Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that's hard for me, man. I ain't trying to buy nobody no fucking gifts. But, <laughs> but I will. I mean, if that's your love language, but I try to stay away from people with that love language. <laughs> <laughs> the way my bank account's set up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you didn't want to hunt, though. Yeah, for sure. I got three daughters, man. <laughs> that's the only love language is what could you buy me? <laughs> I'm on one income, baby. So <laughs> exactly. I ain't I'll fucking around. Something, but <laughs> you tell me that, that's her love language? I'm like, hey, yo, we're we not Compatible off the rip, <laughs> man. I, t- I tell you what, Dre. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and I think it's it's really a, it's a real big issue in men. Is like, I remember a girl telling me like, Joe, like I guess she was just frustrated with me. She was mm-hmm. like, Why don't like he used to love me like, and I would, and I was like, he used to love you like what? Won't you go be with him? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. won't you kick rocks? I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I like I do this for you. I do this, and so I'm going down the list all this stuff that I do for her because uh-huh. I'm thinking like if yeah, yeah. I do this stuff, you should know that yeah, I love, love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just wanted to be loved in the way that she yeah, wanted to be loved. Love, yeah, yeah. I was like offended because I was like, "What are you yeah, talking? Duh. Like, no, I'm gonna love you like this, and you should like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I did it with these other girls, and they was happy. You, yeah, yeah. you better than them. Mm-hmm. Nah, I was just so they confused. had different love languages. That's all that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was even harder, man, learning my own love language and like how I should love myself. Yeah, yeah. That that's the hardest part for a lot of people, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For all of us, man. Luckily for me, um, I learned that shit at a young age, man. I, I learned I learned how to love myself, how to be by myself, how to uh, speak life into myself. So, um, so once I became once I came of age and I became an adult, shit, man, it was easy breezy for me, man. But for a lot of people, even now, especially now, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, because everything with us, man, it's like we're in our 40s, man. So everything with us is like it's like people are out there doing new beginnings. Yeah. Trying to rediscover who they are because they ain't really been themselves since they in, they were in their teenage years. Yeah. So because they've been a part of someone else's life for, the, for, for their whole life. And it's yeah. like they out here trying to rediscover themselves and figure out what it is they like, trying to figure out their love mm-hmm. languages, how to love all of this shit. They're trying to figure it out on the whim. Because everything is 50 miles an hour now. You know, everything's mm-hmm. quick. Everything's, we live in this microwave society, so everything's fast, and they're trying to catch their footing. And a lot of them are just going about it the wrong way, man. So them love languages is, is very important, man. Like I said, I, I used to think the shit was a scam, so I wasn't paying no attention to it. But once I really started to, you know, read mm-hmm. into it and look into it, man, it, it all makes sense. Yep. Straight up. Because I'm, I'm with that group that I got married, had a kid, in my teens, like I was freaking 15 years old, you know, and finally single divorced what a few years ago, you know, like, so all I knew was to be in a relationship and stuff. I knew about the love languages. I knew my love language. I knew I wasn't getting it. I knew, you know, so I knew all those things, but, um, coming out of that, you, I, at first I felt the pressure of like, okay, who's my next person? Like, who am yeah. I going to be with? I don't know how to be by myself, <laughs> but to actually pause and, and take the time to get to know myself and love on my, like you said, a lot of times we know how to love other people. We know how we want other people to love us, but we don't know how to love ourselves. So that is profound. Like we do need to love ourselves. And I was telling Dre earlier, I was like, it feels so good to, I, I, I have fallen in love with me. I have fallen in love with me, and it feels so good. What's been the hardest part for both of y'all about loving yourself? 
especially because we, we're changing and evolving people, what's been the, the hardest thing? And I mean, you don't have to give us the, like, what brought you there, but like, what, what what's that look like? And I, I, I guess I could demonstrate. I think the hardest thing for me is um, always looking at my past and feeling like, am I worthy mm-hmm. of having mm-hmm. like love? Mm-hmm. Am I worthy to have somebody to love me like that? Am I worthy to love my myself? Like I almost like what is that that people that that get off on like going through struggle and pain or whatever like that? Yeah, I, I know. Exactly I can't what think of the about. name of yeah. it, but I was almost like one of those people. And then sometimes I almost get into those moments. Yeah, you know, and I'd be like, well. You know, and if something bad happens to me, well, I deserve this. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's been the hardest thing about loving me is just like, no, like sometimes stuff just happens. Not, mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it's not happening. Because you know. of something yeah. in your past. Yeah. 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 Like a, a, sometimes a storm going to happen so the rain can make growth over here. Mm-hmm. You just right. have to be in the area mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. It's not a punishment towards yeah. you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's been the hardest. What about y'all? Any? Anything about like loving you, you've struggled with or dealt with? Go ahead, man. Look, they having a stand up. They both look at each other like, no, you, no, no, you. you got this. <laughs> For me, it was that is realizing that I am lovable. And it, it stemmed a lot from not just the relationships I went through, because I think I already struggled with it before even being in a relationship. It had to do with having some abandonment issues as a kid and also rejection issues as a kid. Um, and things that happened as a kid that made me feel like I'm not lovable and made me feel like I deserve the bad things that happened to me kind of thing. Like, I guess it's kind of like how you felt. That was the hardest thing was actually accepting the truth that I am worthy of love. I am lovable and I'm going to get that love. Yeah. Well, um, for me, it's it's pretty much the same thing as you V, um, because I struggled, I struggled with um, a lot of those same issues, abandonment issues, being accepted. So for me, when it comes to loving myself, um, it was more so did I feel like I was worthy of being loved and was I worthy of even loving myself because so many of the close, um, a lot of the closest people around me, being my mom and my dad, um, they abandoned me and they left me out there. So it was like, um, when that happens to when you and the closest people in your life do that to you, um, you have a problem with abandonment, you have abandonment issues, and then you also have a problem with being accepted because it's like, um, well, fuck, if they didn't love me and they threw me away, right. um, if I get close to anyone else, then they're going to do the same thing mm-hmm. because I don't feel like I'm worthy of being loved. But I tell you what, man, um, what changed that all around for me was was my homegirls, man. My homegirls, um, they changed that whole outlook on me, man, because they, they really, really legitimately, um, you know, breathe life into me and confidence and some pride, some self-pride and shit. And, like, once I got that, though, man, and I was able to tell myself, um, like, yo, I am somebody. I'm, I'm, worth, I'm, I'm worth something. Someone loves me. Um, uh, just all of those like daily affirmations and things that I would tell myself and that they would tell me, they would breathe this shit into me every fucking day at school. And until I started believing in it, believing it for myself. Yeah. 
And by the time, you know, we, you, you and I, Joe, by the time we hit our junior year, I, I, I believe, um, I believed halfway, but then by our senior year, I believe wholeheartedly who the fuck I was and that I am somebody. And then I knew I was somebody at that point. And the rest is fucking history, man. So, so for me, it's just like, for all of us, man, it's like, I think, well, not that I think I know. We were all very hard on ourselves, um, and and you, like you said, for up to recently, Joe, because you know you might have done a lot of shit in your past mm-hmm. and shit, um, and we all have. We all sure. did a lot yeah. of shit that we're not proud of, mm-hmm. um, but that's a part of life, man. Yeah. If any of this shit was supposed to be easy, I don't think n- none of us would be sitting at this fucking table right here. If it was just easy breezy, man, we just gonna go through life and do shit the the the, the right way, man. But with, just like with everything, man, um, there's lessons in everything. There has to be some type of adversity. Adversity builds character and shit. So it doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't love ourselves or we are, we're not capable of love. It's like, hey, man, we did some fucked up shit or we done been through some fucked up shit in our, in our past. But the only thing we could do now as, adu- as adults is correct that shit and correct that shit for the generations moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we do that. You know what I mean? V. Yes. V. Dre. Dre's over here dropping some gems. When was the moment that you really started deciding what happened? Was it a person? Was it a moment in time that stopped? And you decided, you know what? I'm going to start loving V. It was a situation I went through um, where I felt like I was by myself. I didn't have anybody to fall back on. And... It was during one of my counseling sessions um, where my counselor, she's like, why is it hard for you to love yourself? And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? She was, you put yourself last. Hmm. Why do you do that? Why do you not care about yourself? That's what it was. she was hmm. like. Why don't you care about yourself? You are a caring person. You care about everybody except the most important person, which is yourself. Mm-hmm. And I just started crying because I could not answer that question because mm. And I feel like as a as a woman, it's easy to be mom. It's easy to be wife. It's easy to be, you know, sister. It's easy to be a mentor. It's easy for me to be a hardworking person. It's easy for me to be all these things. And I associated that with my identity. But those were just things that I do. They're a part of my life. They're not all that I am. And so I couldn't even answer, what do you like to do? That And that really pissed me off. I was like... How can I not know what I like to do? How can I not know myself? So I realized that I had lost myself. And then I became determined to find out what I like, what I don't like, and to begin to learn to love myself. It, it was a hard journey, but it, it was just a self-awareness from one question that made me start thinking like, V, what are you doing? Why, why don't you love yourself? What's going on? And getting to the root of that problem. You know what? And I'm going to tell mine just because as you told, Dre, you told yours and you told yours, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell mine. I, I, I'm going to sum it up on that, you know, and then I'll probably move to another crazy question I'm going to ask y'all. But <laughs> mine had to, I had to find God because mm-hmm. I didn't trust man. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was letting me down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the people that didn't let me down, at a young age, I already realized that they had the ability to let me down. Mm-hmm. And so 
when you feel like nobody's ever going to be there to be there for you when you really need them, even though, you know, as I got older, I understand that everybody's not meant to be available yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. Things are meant for you to work out on your own mm -hmm. a lot of times. Um, but, yeah, I had to find God. And what's crazy about that, as many books as there are, all of us found loving ourselves in our own different way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was right for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And more people need to hear these stories like, look, as long as you're doing the work, mm -hmm. you can find love, but you got to do the work. That's, like Drake yeah. had to listen to somebody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dre couldn't just live on the strength of Dre. Right, no, never. <laughs> Dre was living off the strength of Dre, and Dre was surviving. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he 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 was born he was born in an area of struggle mm -hmm. to a family of struggle. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean? He it, it was in, it was built to endure, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you know what love is look like if you don't know what love look like? Right, right. Yeah. exactly. You know, and the same thing with you. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody outside of everybody else in your world had to come tell you like. What's, what about you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was the same thing for me. I had to have an a, a outside entity that was higher than me mm -hmm. because to pour into me and say, look, the world is, world is big and it's crazy. Yeah. But it's okay. Mm -hmm. And you're okay. Yeah. Like I always thought that you had to, to be loved, you had to be happy or you had to be perfect. Mm. You know? And I had to realize that love had nothing to do with like, my feelings at the moment is just who I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. And that was something that messed me up. So I love that you, you brought that out, Dre, because that made me just mm -hmm. think, like, man, love, finding love in yourself look different for everybody, and yeah, it's absolutely. okay. Like, you know, that's why sometimes people, I guess, get frustrated with you, Dre, because love don't look the same <laughs> yeah. no, for to real. them like it looked to you. <laughs> exactly. But it, they should be okay. That look. The, the bigger thing is, is that, that more people should be patting you on your back and say, Dre, I'm happy that you find the love there you go. for you. Yeah, there you go, man. Like you found a way for you because that's what matters. And, and the fact that I'm happy, man. Yeah. It's like we as a society, we have a tendency to, to look down or frown upon people who ain't doing it the same way that everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like because I don't, I don't have the same beliefs and all of this shit that all the rest of the, a lot of these people have. They look at it like, yo, what's wrong with Dre? Who hurt Dre? Like, no, nah, motherfucker, nobody hurt me, man. I mean, someone, some people did hurt right, me. A yeah. lot of people hurt me, rather. You know what I mean? But it shaped me into who I am. And at the end of the day, regardless of what you feel about how I choose to live my life, nobody out there can say that I'm a bad person. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Right. And if you do say that, then you lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, I'm a good person. I mean well. I do well. I help my community out. I do shit that most of these people out here judging me don't do half of this shit that I do. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, but it makes you a better person because you choose that you want to um, have a wife but cheat on her. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on, man, shut the fuck yep. up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. these motherfuckers, they annoy me, Joe. Like, people annoy me because they always want to pass their assumptions onto people who are not like-minded. But they got to understand the motherfuckers who aren't like-minded is the people responsible for changing the world. Yeah. True. You know? Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg was in his fucking college dorm saying that, you know, you know, I think I want to, uh, I, I want to make an app on fucking campus talking about women that I like and just don't like. 
and hit swipe yes or left left or right, whatever. And then he said, "Well, you know what? I just want to make a community online." And then here go here goes Facebook. Yeah. Um. Well, Bill Gates the same way. Einstein the same way. Oprah the same way. You know, uh, people don't know about Oprah. She was a, a a young girl who was constantly molested when she was a, a young girl. Yeah. They don't know that shit. You know what I mean? Raised by her father, not her mama, her father. A lot of people don't know this shit, but these are the people that's out here changing the world because the world because they don't think like because our for each individual in here, Joe, V, and myself, we all came up differently. Mm-hmm. We all have an individual story. Right. We all also have a story of triumph, mm-hmm. but it took a while for us to get here. Yeah. Can't nobody tell my story but me. And can't nobody tell my story like me. That's right. Joe always says that. Don't allow people to tell your story. You mm-hmm. tell your own fucking story. Yeah. I tell my story. And my story is not glorious to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They might not understand my story. And, I, and nine out of ten times, these motherfuckers ain't never walked in these shoes. Just like nine out of ten times, I never walked in their shoes. I never walked in your shoes, shoes V. And I never walked in Joe's shoes. And me yeah. and Joe used to walk the same fucking hallways for four years. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. it's like... We, we we still have different paths that we walk. I mean that we walked. So my path show me things mm-hmm. that Joe don't understand, and Joe's path show me shit that I don't understand. Right. But I'm never going to downplay Joe, and Joe has never downplayed me on my thoughts because our our thoughts and our thought processes are formed differently. Right. Just yeah. same thing with you, V. Mm-hmm. It's formed differently. Yeah. And you're coming from an even uh deep uh, uh even different place because you're a woman. Yeah. So that's why I never downplay anyone's struggle. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, your struggle is your struggle. Your views are your views. There's a reason why you think the way you do, V. Yeah. There's a reason why Joe thinks the way he's in the mm-hmm. way I and everybody else. Yeah. But instead of embracing the shit, because I want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to know because, like, yo, I, I, me personally, I love people who think differently. Yeah. I hate these same ass roll with the society and mm-hmm. how society roll. Like, fuck. Like, I mean, I'm saying fuck all y'all. I mean, I love a lot of y'all, but <laughs> it's like, yo, like, I, I just like different shit. Yeah. So I, so I gravitate towards the different type of people, right. period. Yeah, because I, I do get that, too, where some people, if they, they don't know my story, they just see mm-hmm. who I am now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've had some people say, you look like you've had an easy life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or some people, I'm mentoring them, they're like, but you don't know what I've done. And I'm like, bruh, you don't know what I've done. <laughs> right, I'm right. like, <laughs> you know, I, I went through stuff, but but I also done stuff. You know, I, I've done things that I'm not proud of. Like Just like any, any normal person, anybody that is not ashamed of their past that has dealt with it, you know, faced it, accepted responsibility for my mistakes, and I also learned how to no longer carry other people's mistakes, you know, because what I was doing was um, carrying the faults of others and things that they did to me. I'm carrying it. It wasn't even for me to carry. But I also get that, like how some people don't understand you guys. Like I get some women, they're like, well, why do you think like that? And men have hurt you. And how can you even try to give them a chance? Or how can you even vouch for men? How can you tell us to make a safe place for men to be able to share mm-hmm. when they don't make a safe place? for?" And I'm like, yo, chill. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying like I've been a man hater before. And now, I mean, I love men. I'm not saying like just trust everybody, you know, but what I'm saying is you don't have to stay in a place of hate. And, and I've even had 
um, counselors tell me we had to write our story one day. It was for one of my social work classes. Right. And I had to write my story, stuff that we've been through, whatever. And my counselor, the, the, the social worker, the, the, the professor pulls me aside. He goes, I have to tell you something, reading your story and what I know as a social worker and counseling people, you should not be in this class. You should be either dead mm-hmm. on drugs mm-hmm. out there living, a mm-hmm. life that is hopeless yeah. because of what you've been through. He's like, I don't know what you did, how you got here, but statistics say Same. you should be dead or on drugs. Mm-hmm. Same. Let me For tell sure. you, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all inspire me. I've got a lot of stuff I'm, I'm ready to unload, so I hope y'all ready. But, I mean, just to piggyback uh, on what y'all are saying, man, that's like – you know, people used to think I was dark, but I always loved villains. Mm-hmm. I always loved Same. villains. Like, man, I was watching uh, just a few nights ago when I finally could watch TV. It was crazy, man. You all, I'm like off of work, not working, sick in bed, and can't even watch TV because I'm, I'm so weak. But I was watching No Country for Old Men, and they got a dude named Anton Chigurh. Yes, sir. The villain in there. Yes, sir. But I, I love villains because I always want to know, like, not because I'm dark or, or god or whatever they want to label it or whatever they i just always want to know like what got them there right, right. yeah what got them there like what made that man tick exactly like so yeah man i'm digging exactly what y'all saying yeah yes, sir um so my next thing <laughs> <laughs> oh i got i got some i got two whopper doozies you you so, guys uh doozies. yeah <laughs> You know, y'all been, I hope y'all have been studying your vocabulary <laughs> words that me and Dre have given y'all in previous episodes, so it will be a test. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's the hardest thing you've had to do for love? Oh, uh, man. Um, the hardest or thing because I... because of love. It could be either or. Compromise myself, man. That's it. Like, I compromise everything I stood for to, um, to be with someone and to try to show this person that uh I love them and it was still not good enough, man. And I lost everything about myself. I damn near lost my relationships with motherfuckers I've known. I, I only knew this person at the time, three years. And I was I was on the ver matter of fact, no, I did lose relationships with people because of that relationship that I've had that I've known my whole life. You know what I mean? But it's because um like I said, I compromised who I was, man, just trying to be just trying to, I don't know what Alexa talking about. <laughs> just trying to be there for. Uh, <laughs> Let's say the combo getting good. She's going to too. She got something to say about love. For real, man. Alexa, so. I got some hard stuff I did for love. <laughs> Shit, man. So, nah, man. So, it, it's, it's just like that, man. Um, I compromised myself, man. I, I lost myself in a relationship um, trying to prove to someone else that my love was real for them. But then. Ended up not even loving myself and put myself in that situation. So that's it for me. What about you, V? I did the same thing. I got into a relationship with an insecure person and I felt like I had to lower my standards, lower my confidence, lower my abilities. So this person could feel like they were at my level. So instead of pulling them up to my level, I lowered myself to their level. And I lost myself. I lost who I was. I, I, I was so focused on being who he needed that I completely forgot who the heck I am. 
shoot. I guess the hardest one I ever did was uh, uh, I had to break up with a woman I loved because I was going to end up hating her. Mm. Mm, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I had to let her go because I, I was going to end up hating her. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what's tough love to y'all? I, I, I got all day. Hey, tough love, man. It's just that. It's tough love. It's being, um, it's, um, what's the word? Um, oh, yeah, okay. Giving um, constructive criticism to yeah. people um, and just being um, very transparent with people, man. Mm-hmm. And the, the honesty um, of being that to your loved ones, what people don't understand and what people don't like to hear is that it's needed. Mm-hmm. And it's necessary. It's necessary for the love in the relationship to flourish. Mm-hmm. What's the hardest tough love ever been done to you? Uh, my best friend Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you next, B. You next, but don't worry. I'll go after Dre because you nah, know nah, my I don't want to feel friend. like I'm finished. We let you. We let you finish on that on that one. I'm on my back today, guys. You, you've inspired me. I don't know what y'all were talking about earlier, but I felt the energy just in the vibes. Yo, <laughs> my best friend Fonda, man. She, um, she had to give me some tough love, man. Um, when it came to my last relationship, man, it was like one of those fucking heart to heart conversations that where she had to sit me down and make me realize, like, what the fuck I was doing, and then I also had to have me have me realize who the fuck I was because, like I said, like I just said. Like, I literally lost um, my sense of who I am. And she had to sit me down and remind me of that shit, man. And, um, and yeah, and she did it a few times throughout that relationship. But this last time she did it, it stuck with me, man. And um, that, was, that was tough, man. It was, it was tough because the thing about it is, is, like, I love my people. I love y'all. You know what I mean? Like, love that y'all love y'all. You know what I mean? So probably even more so than myself, I hate to disappoint. I would hate to disappoint y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would hate for y'all to hear something about me that happens to be true out there and to see y'all look at me and discuss like Dre, like for real, nigga. Yeah. That was the that was the conversation Fonda and I had, you know, and so to see like the pain and it wasn't and, and the thing was. It wasn't the pain that I was causing her yeah. Fonda, you know what I mean? She was in pain watching me be in pain. Yeah. yeah. And I never want that for none of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. that shit broke me. You know what I mean? And it made me snap out my shit. Like, okay, yeah. nigga, like, <laughs> nigga, you hurting people around you. You got people around you hurting and shit because it's a real fucking thing. And these people are fucking suffering. Like, the motherfuckers who really love me, they fucking suffering because I'm suffering in this relationship and I can't seem to find my way out of it mm-hmm. until I did. Yeah. yeah. So you hold your horses, V. What? I'm going to go and then you're okay, going to go. Okay, good, because I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, man. Here you go. Here you go. He, remi- he reminded me of something. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I, I, I would say, and I, I tell the story all the time, but the, the tough love came from somebody I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe he saw me and him, mm-hmm. you know, and like that old man. I was, again, I was like 21 or something like that. And, you know, I was, this is kid in a wife beater and some jeans <laughs> on and I, you know at the Mickey's you know that's our little convenience store in Colleen yeah, yeah, but I was yeah. at the Mickey's and you know I was gonna get my daily I was gonna get you know a, a box of Swisher Sweets uh, a, a box of Black and Miles mm-hmm. 
and my two orange Jubilee MD 2020s. And I remember going to the, <laughs> the orange. Mad dog. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember pulling out my two orange <laughs> Jubilee 2020s and going, get ready to go to the counter. But like, as I'm open to the thing, I can feel the old man's presence. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what does this old man want? Right, like, is he homeless? Right. He, I mean, do he want me to buy him an MD20? I mean, I could get him. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I get him. With, you know, I'm not, I'm not no hater. I bless this man or whatever. And, you want. <laughs> yeah. And before I got to the counter, you know, and like about to get ready, he was like, young man, you know, if your book, if your life was a book, what would it say? Mm. Would it, would the pages read that he was a tragedy and that, he was his own downfall, or or would it be something about a a, a young man that tried to be something about his life? Mm-hmm. And I brushed that old man off, but I'm 42 now, about to be 43, and something he told me at 21 mm-hmm. still affected me today. Mm-hmm. That he didn't have to take his time out to challenge me. Right. He he could have did whatever he was doing, and the thing was, I don't even remember him buying anything. I don't even remember him after me putting the two orange jubilees, brushing them off and like, man, just shut up, whatever, and pointing to the dude to, to, to get the, the, the black and miles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where he went. But I remember that out of everybody that was in my circle or area, this person challenged me. Mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. Of what kind of man I wanted to be. Yeah. And that was, mm-hmm. that was the t- that's like one of the toughest love Lessons that I had to learn. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. finally, like, nobody asked me, like, I mean, you know, your family would be like, what do you want to do, you know? Yeah. But even then, they just they, they just kind of knew so I was profound. a wanderer, so they didn't put too much pressure on me. Mm-hmm. They were just like, he's just kind of figuring it out. But this that man put pressure on me. Yeah. He didn't know me, so. Me to you now. <laughs> um, so, tough love. I think that's something that I've always given people. Uh, I I cannot be your friend and just tickle your ears and say what you want to hear. I'm not that type of person. I can't leave you in your mess. Hmm. I can't make you get out of your mess, but I will bring it to your attention. And I have grown in the way that I say it. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more gentle now (laughs) than it was before. Before it was like, you dumbass, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You know what's going to happen, you know? And then they would come back and be like, oh, you're right. Well, I told you. Now deal with it. But now it's more like, hey, I see in the direction you're headed in. And these are some of the consequences you may face. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you what to do. But as your friend, or if they're wrong, as your friend, I got to tell you this ain't going to work out. Or as you need to make a change, you know. But as far as like um, tough love for me was honestly my um, my friend um, Sylvia that, that died last year, she saw me go through such a difficult time and my heart was so broken and I was fasting, praying. I wanted that marriage to work so badly. And she was, she's a, she was a strong Christian woman. So it's not like she was preaching divorce or anything like that. She, you know, she wanted to see it work. But at the same time, she was being realistic in the sense of V, like, look at what it's doing to you. It's destroying you. When is it going to be enough? And it was like to hear her say that it just like it, 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 it's like, you know what they say, like the, the wounds of a friend, you know, 
it, she was telling me the truth. She was telling me in love. She was telling me, and she started crying. She started crying because I was a mess, and it hurt her so bad to see me hurting like that. And I, she was not the type to cry. So to see her cry yeah. because of the pain that she saw in me, it made me snap out of it like, oh, my God, what am I doing? And then I looked at my daughter, and I'm like, she's watching me. If I saw my daughter go through this, it would kill me. It would hurt me. It would break my heart. And I'm teaching her that it's okay. So I was like, nah, bro. Deuces. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that easy. But that, that moment of tough love, it made me snap out of it. Yeah. I was in the, woe is me. Oh, my God, my heart's broken. My mm -hmm. life is falling apart. And, and it made me realize, like, hey, you got to look at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And you are allowing this pain. When is it enough? Mm-hmm. You got me in my you y'all got me in my bag today because you said, look, I'm just picking all these gems out of y'all gonna keep throwing all these lucky charms. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get the yellow uh, horses, blue charms, <laughs> yellow diamonds, chariots, yeah. chariots. <laughs> I messed all of them up. <laughs> so talking about the your your form of tough love, because we're all the same as in like we're pretty kind of straightforward. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. What what changed you or what made you change up your approach of how you gave your, what we consider, I guess, tough love? I learned that even though something is true and it has to be said, you don't have to say it in a manner that's demeaning to a person. I learned to look at the people and how they feel. Like, yeah. I put myself in their shoes and how... I've had people talk to me in a blunt way where maybe what they were saying was right, but their presentation was horrible. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, screw you. I ain't listening to anything you said and you get nowhere. <laughs> and so I had to learn like, bro, have some compassion. Like yeah. these people are already hurting. And even though you mean well, you're messing them up more because the way you're saying it to them, you're like, you just called them an idiot. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just, just to, um, see people as a person and honestly mostly my tough love was towards men more mm. you know I got all my brothers my cousins like and where and do you think that came from because I hated men I was mad at men I felt like honestly growing up I felt like if I was a boy things that happened to me wouldn't have happened to me mm -hmm. that's how I felt that was my mentality and I felt like I would have more power if I was a man mm. Instead of a woman, you know, and and so I would get pissed off at men if if they seemed weak to me, it would piss me off because I would feel like if I was a man, I would be stronger than what you are. Like, I'm a woman and I'm stronger than you, mm -hmm. bro. And I would maybe lose respect for men. But it all stemmed from having a hatred for men. You know, you, you said something. And my my biggest problem about was giving tough love was knowing I'd given them the right information. Mm -hmm. and them not applying it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And I used to get so mad. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, it, it, like, it makes too much sense. I used to say it all the time. It's, it, like, look, and then I would get like people to corroborate with me. I'd be like, ask Drake. Tell Drake. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Drake said the same thing. And I get so mad. Yeah. But I always just, I forgot, though, and it doesn't fall into what this is, but I forgot that just giving somebody opportunity is opportunity. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And if they want to use it, that's fine. But yeah. you can't get mad at somebody mm-hmm. just because, just be thankful that you're able to give them a choice of what they could do with their life. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that that was the thing that kind of messed me up, and I had to realize, like, look, no, nah, man, it's mm-hmm. maybe it's it's just meant for you to plant the seed, and that's okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what if they don't change? Are you gonna stop loving them because they're not the way you want them to be? Yeah. Now you don't have to be loving them in front of their face. Right. You can sometimes you can love them from a distance, but mm-hmm. you still need to love them yeah. because you know. Uh, <laughs> It's funny, y'all were talking about um, on the podcast, you and Andrea, mm-hmm. y'all were talking about like uh, people who were addicted to drugs. Yeah. And they, were, they weren't just, they, nobody ever wants to grow up and say they want to be addicted to drugs. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever wants to say that they don't want to be loved or don't mm-hmm. understand love or nothing like that. And right. even when they say it, they don't mean it. Yeah. They just don't know how they're going to get that love. So I had to mm-hmm. work on that. Dre, anything that you you had to do or change up on your 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 tough love? Well, the thing for me, man, um, my youngest daughter changed that for me um, because just um, like me, me and V was talking about this earlier, like it's just it just comes with maturity and um, and growth, man. And it's like you can't you can't just talk to people like like V said just because it's true. It's all in your delivery, man. Yeah. How you how you how you approach these things and how you deliver the message. And like I tell you, like, it's well documented in our podcast, Joe. Like I'm well documented saying I used to scream, scream, curse out my exes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like I want no fucking tomorrow. You know what I mean? But I had to I had to learn that. Um, that's not how for one a man deals with it, with these things, and that's for not two. That's not how people should deal with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, my youngest daughter though, man, she. Um, when she came along, man, it's like no, man. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to repeat those same things when it comes to her. And I wanted to show her that there's ways to communicate without being upset, without lashing out. And I didn't want to. I didn't want her to see that from me either, because I didn't want her to think that that's how men are supposed to talk to you or their mom or you know whoever. So it was my daughter, my youngest daughter, for sure. I was telling V, like, if my if my twins see the way that I raise Ava, they probably cuss me out. Like, like, who, <laughs> like who is this nigga? Like, <laughs> like nah, like, nah, it'll be a straight ass whooping, like, off the rip, you yeah. know what I mean? But I, I talk to Ava, man. I, I explain things to her. I let her know that she hurts my feelings. I let her know these things, man, because I want her to be able to see that this is how men should conduct themselves and shit. And, like, um, I'm not going to whoop your ass because you made me mad. I'm going to talk to you and let you know that you hurt my feelings and this is why I feel this way and this is why I'm not going to do this for you or this is why you can go here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus just whooping her ass because I'm mad and yelling at her and telling her to go to her room, you know what I mean? So it's Because I said so. Because yeah, I said so. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the big one too, yeah. because I said so, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, nah, like fuck that because I said so. Explain why you're saying it to them and yeah. so they can know what they're doing wrong and they can also learn that you have feelings and you know how to express yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Oh, I got so many questions in my head <laughs> right now, y'all. Hey, we here, man. <laughs> <laughs> what disqualifies somebody from receiving love? Not your love, but what disqualifies somebody from receiving love? When they're just, when they're not capable of receiving it, man. Yeah. Like, a lot of people just aren't capable of receiving love. Like, no matter what you throw their way and no matter how much you try to be, um, be in their lives, some people um, are just not capable of it. It's like I used to say, man, um, it's, a, it's a Tupac line. Pac said, um, 
I'm addicted to drama, so even mama couldn't raise me. Even my preachers and all my teachers couldn't reach me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are like that. Like, and it's so obviously it's, those are profound lyrics to me because they've always stuck with me. Um, and it was like one of those things to like, well, goddamn, man, like that's not that's not what I want for myself. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't want people to not be able to reach me. So I have to be more receptive to criticism. And and love, you know, you got to be receptive. Everybody's not out to get you. And coming from our backgrounds, all three of us here, it's easy for us to not let nobody in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we push everybody away. Mm-hmm. But then that's what makes you not be able to, to receive love, man, because, a lot of, like I said, a lot, a lot of people are receptive to love. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people with our background... Yeah. are receptive to love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because That's so many true. people done fucking crushed our hopes and dreams and shit. Yeah. Dude, what about you? Them. What disqual- disqualifies somebody from love? I feel... So I got a backup question after this. <laughs> I feel like like what Dre said, only the individual is the only one that can self-sabotage half mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's the if word. you can't yeah. receive it, and then some people, because of what they've been through or because they don't feel like they're worthy to be loved, they're the ones that cancel themselves out. They're the ones that put up a wall and don't even let you in. They don't let you love them. So if they don't let you love them, you can't. You can't reach them. Or they'll, they'll do stuff to make you not love them because that's just their defense mechanism. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Who's deserving of love? Everybody. Everybody. Man. Everybody. Everybody said my ex. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your thoughts behind that? Um. No, you know what? Everybody. No, everybody deserves love. Yeah. Not but not everybody deserves my love. Mm-hmm. They, I have to trust them. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to give you my love and I'm going to let you in, you have to. I'm not saying you have to jump through hoops or anything like that. It's simple for me. Yeah. I just need to know you're down for me and we're That's cool. It. I'll rock with you. Mm-hmm. So it's not like rocket science, you know. Yeah, it surely ain't. <laughs> what about you, Dre? Same thing, I man. I know you said uh, the answer, but. Yeah, same thing, bro. It's like um, for me. Um, everybody deserves to be, everybody deserves to be loved for yeah. sure. Um, it's just for me, like like V just said, man. If you're capable of the love or not, man, like I don't I don't require much either, man. Um, for me, it's just loyalty, man. I require mm-hmm. the loyalty, the respect, loyalty and respect is yes. what I require. Um, because I I can't even love someone who I don't respect and who's not loyal to me. Period. You never even get to you'll probably never even get to the like part. Like if I find you not to be a loyal or a genuine person, and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm cool off that shit. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Uh, and the reason rocks. why that even made me think of that was <laughs> I love watching documentaries. Me too. And I remember watching this documentary, and it was about this dude that was a, a killer. And as the dude was talking, his mother was pleading about how he was a good boy, even though right. he, he was guilty, mm-hmm. admitted it, everything. Mm-hmm. He killed these three people mm-hmm. in cold blood, yeah, yeah. you know. And it wasn't even like nothing serious. It was just, right. you know, it wasn't even like no rivalries or nothing. He just did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then the 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 thing, and I don't remember the documentary. I wish I could think. Of what, sometimes I remember it. I I had to let it be known. But it was like you know, is they were saying even the hardest criminal has a mama or somebody that loves, loves them. Yeah. Um, know, unconditionally. And and for those criminals though, in their mother's defense. Um, they never knew that side of that of, mm-hmm. of that of their kid. You know what I mean? They a lot of them are finding out the same time we find out. Yeah. Like, oh, this shit is nigga crazy. But 
She didn't win her whole life loving her serial killer son. I mean, you can only see, like, well, fuck. Like, that would destroy me as a parent. But it's not going to stop me from loving my child, no matter how many fucking people he or she murdered. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's like, that's where... That's where human, com- that's when compassion comes in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes, her son is a fucking killer. It ain't like she raised a fucking right. killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, ain't, she went out here teaching this nigga how to be a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, a lot of the times, man, these moms find out the same time we find out. Like, yo, this nigga's wilding out out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. That's true because people see what they want to see. Like, as a parent, you like to think that your kid is doing the yeah. best. And then, like I'll tell you in my last relationship because everybody loved him. He was the man. Yes. <laughs> Miss Darvin, yo, everybody yeah. like lifting them hands up, hallelujah. So, <laughs> everybody everybody liked him. He knew how to get people to like him. And then and he catered to what people would um praise you know mm-hmm. and then here's his wife miss i'ma tell you the truth i love you too i'ma love you but i'ma love you on the real like i'ma be mm-hmm. truthful to you and some people can handle that so when stuff started going down i was like yo he's mistreating me like this this ain't working yeah. like this is everybody was like well what did you do all right what did you do mm-hmm. like it was like you must have done something because he's <laughs> such a good guy and I was like, yo, y'all got it all wrong, man. <laughs> I just happened to be vocal. I just happened to, to, right, to show right, you my right. good and my bad. Like, I right. am the same here at church. I'm the same at home. I'm the same at work. I'm the same everywhere. I'm not, you know. So it's crazy. It's all about putting on a show. Some people can make you believe whatever they want. And, dude, this was not just on social media. Because on social media, it could be anybody. Yeah, right. But this was in real life. Yeah, for You real. know, like. Yeah. It's crazy. Bro, I'm the good one, y'all. <laughs> I just look like I'm up to no good. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> what's, what's I just look like Sanchita. <laughs> <laughs> look, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to the Sanchita thing on the, on the next episode. We still in love right now. There's nothing but lust. That's going to be for March. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm dropping yeah, my yeah. cheating episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to go back to... Um, what we were kind of talking about on the the previous episode, but what does love look like to you? What does it look like to me? Mm-hmm. And it could be any form of the, whatever your mind take you. We um, just talk about love here. We just <laughs> I got lost. I'm like hearing harps and all. Not that's the case too. <laughs> For me, love it, honestly, it's. It's um from what everything that I have learned and been through, it's something that um brings you peace, not something that harms you. It's something that like shows you compassion, has patience, um, and allows you to be yourself, um, and give you that room to make mistakes and be able to redeem yourself. Um, because it I have always been a people pleaser and that's how love was measured. Like the more I do, the more people are going to love me or, or accept me. 
you know, and I had to learn that it's not what I, people don't love me for what I do. Mm. People actually love me for who I am, but I was the only one that didn't see that. Mm. So for me, honestly, like, hold on, hold on. No, you can't say that. You cannot (laughs) say that. And just slip that in. I I need you to say that again. (laughs) What I say, it was not that people didn't love, love me. Yeah. Um, but it was up to you. Yeah. Like, it wasn't everything that I did. People didn't love me for what I did. People loved me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to see that because of things that had happened to me. And um, just being that people pleaser. So, like, now, I'm not going to do things for people. I don't do things for people now. By nature, I love to do things for people. I like to help people. Y'all know that. Yeah. Y'all, y'all... <laughs> Dre says I take in all the strays. I love to help people because I know what it's like to be in tough situations and just have that one person just believe in you, just like you had that random person. And and even if like I never see them again, even if they don't tell me thank you, just because I know what it's like to be unseen or unheard, I love to help people. I love to talk life into them. I love that. But I had to learn to do that for myself, you know. So for, for me, love is going to be somebody that is going to look out for me. Somebody that, you know, like I'm going to look out for them. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Honestly, this is what I, how I love people. I'm going to be loyal to you. I'm going to look out for you. I want to see you grow whatever dreams you have. I want to support you, even if it means like, um, you just want to start a business. I don't know how to do your business, but you need me to clean that office and I'm going to clean the office. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to support you in any way mm-hmm. and I'm going to be there for you. And when you're weak, I'm going to be strong for us. Mm-hmm. And, but see, that's what I expect in return. And am I going to get that? Like that's the, like the love would be a mutual um, reci- or a yeah. reciprocation of that. Pretty much is what love. That's, Dre, I, don't I don't want know. you to answer yet. All right. Wait, is that, that a lot to ask for though? No, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna answer this question again, Dre. <laughs> no, you you gonna answer this question again because I already see Shit. Dre. I already see it, so I'm gonna answer it, and then you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're well, gonna put the he, this dude here. Well, I've already baked now. You can put the cream cheese frosting on there. That's what we, we want. The, we want the frosting on there, not that ready-made whip. I want whip. extra frosting. Yeah, not that ready-made whip. The Dre, we want you to put the frosting on there like we know you can. And the sprinkles. And put the name on there, too. Like, yeah, Dre don't, man. See, that's the thing. They be, letting, they be saying, I've been letting Dre get away. I can't let Dre get away with this one because nope. I... I know when he who's cooking. <laughs> hey, man, my mama used to play that game with me. My mama used to always be like, y'all don't like the way I make my fried chicken. No, <laughs> you just don't want to do make that fried chicken. Don't put that on us. We love your fried chicken. She's always played that game. Y'all don't like my, my fried catfish. Man, you're kidding. You have, you had said something that pointed out to me, and you, 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 you blended it in with what you were saying, but. When I got learned God, like, and you know, in the Bible, the biggest word all throughout the Bible, the most used word is love, right? Mm -hmm. And then it it teaches you about like three different loves, you know, like Eros. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, people that don't know that Eros is just like based on romantic love, Uh love off of feeling, Mm -hmm. you know. um, 
you know, you, way you make me feel, that's why I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Philae, which, you know, that's where the word Philadelphia, and that's why it's called the brother of love. Yeah. I love you because you're my brother or you're yeah. my friend or you're my perimeter. Mm-hmm. We went to school together. Right. There's something that ties y'all to the love. Mm-hmm. But, and you you kind of spoke about this, but it was so deep to me when I, when I found out about this love was agape love. Yeah. And and that love is, for those that don't know, is an unconditional yeah. love, and it's in spite of. Mm-hmm. And I never understood that until mm-hmm. I had to do it. Yeah. When you know, and you you were saying, when I was going through my situation, an old girl was just dogging me, and I didn't know if the 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 baby was. I, I mm-hmm. couldn't. I didn't get visitation, and everybody looking at me like, "Yo, you." What did you do? Because yeah. she, 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 she top notch. Mm-hmm. She got her stuff together. She right. She's always saying the right things. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it almost came to a point where I was looking at myself almost mm-hmm. like, well, maybe Second I did guessing. do something. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But like when I had to realize that outside of myself, like I wanted to be angry at myself for mm-hmm. already forgiving her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so this is what agape love is. Yeah. This, I love this woman. I don't even understand why. Yeah. Because mm. I wish like she had a brother because I could punch her in the face. Right. <laughs> punch her brother in the face right, so I don't yeah. have to hit her because <laughs> I don't want to hit no, I'm not hitting no woman. But right. but it was just like everything about and the fiber of my body as it was as much as I wanted to hate went against that. Mm-hmm. It was just like love her more. Yeah. Mm. And, it, and it wasn't even like to get respect because right. nobody was seeing like the good that I was doing, it was just seeing the the stuff that I was going through, and it, yeah. it mm-hmm. equal to them that bad. But yeah, that's what that's what you know when I think about that 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 mm-hmm. agape love that it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, it, and it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. But my man Dre, hey man, what uh what loves mean what love means to me, man? Like I said, uh, like like I said on a previous episode, it's pretty simple for me, man. It's just like transparency. Um, genuine uh, respect and loyalty. Um, that's what love. Lo- that's what love looks like to me. I just I I only want people around me who's going to accept me for being me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, flaws and all, man. I mean, I'm a flawed person, man. I've 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 fucked up. I made mistakes. I'm going to continue to do those things. You know, and we're all human. You know, it's all it's all. Um, it's human nature. It's just a human nature for you to fuck up and make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, for the people around me, the people who I love, who love me, um, like I said, I mean, accepting me for who I am, flaws and all, um, that's what love looks like to me. Um, the respect, respect for each other that we have, the loyalty, the um, the transparency, man, because the transparency, it 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 carries all of this shit. If I can't be transparent with V, I can't be transparent with you, then what the fuck are we sitting here for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm damn sure not going to love someone I can't be transparent with because it's like, well, for what? Um, so that's the thing, man. It's, 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 it's really that simple for me. Um, it's the energy, man. I, I love to have people around me who inspire me. You guys inspire me to continue to want to do what I do every day. Um, even if we don't speak every day, it's like, yo, I know we got to get to it, things we got to do. Mm-hmm. We got to do what we got to do. Um, that's the motivation, man. So that's what love looks like to me. Like us moving together in harmony. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's it, man. It's like, 
all of the all of the hangups um we might have our hiccups and our friendships all three of us here you know and all the rest of my friends and shit but it's important for us to be able to sit down and have conversations with one another so we can move forward you know what i mean yeah. and but before we get up from that table or from when we get up out of that seat or whatever where the fuck we are before we get up um we, we should have a mutual understanding that we're moving forward from whatever it is that we're we we're discussing here mm-hmm. um because it's important man like i said that um that construct that criticism that constructive criticism that you receive from your loved ones is vital to the to, to the longevity of your relationship because if we all just sit back here keeping secrets from each other yeah the relationship um it'll never grow and it's never going to go nowhere it's, it's going to become stagnant to the point to whereas um what the fuck are you around for you yeah. know what i mean and that's for everybody you know what mm-hmm. i mean because it's like like, I, I know a lot of people that we went to high school with, Joe, that I was friends with in high school. I left them niggas right there in 97. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we didn't have anything further in common. Yeah. They still want to do the shit that we was doing in 97. It's 2022. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2010. It's 2002. Mm-hmm. You know, right. whatever year it is. It's like, yo, we done moved past this shit. Like, we still doing the same. Y'all still doing the same thing. I can't I can't yeah. be a part of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're growing. We, we got to grow or, or that's it. So that's what love looks like to me, simply, simply, simply put, for the most part. Simply put. Simply put, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, Shit, I'm a simple dude. And then he started going profound. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. You know what I mean? It's just like. Uh, yeah, man. This, shit, this shit is like. Dre's like hey, yeah, love we, is love, man. Dre, Dre's like, yeah, there's some sponge cake over there. And I'm like, that's devil food. Dre, you don't fool me. Hey, man, I'm trying to tell you, Whatever. Dog. I know what I'm doing. Yes, I'm sir. Like, yes, sir. This. I, I, look, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I've been hogging all this, the the questions up. I apologize. Now you good, man. Anything y'all want to add to this? Or? Man, just like um, when it comes to love, man. Um, like, let me see how I'm gonna put this, man. Because I'm not I'm not one for the questions and shit. To be honest with you, <laughs> no, no. But um, we love, we love, we love one another. We love each other. We love our family. We love our friends. You know what I mean? Um. How can we, how can you, both, for the both of you guys, um, how can you guys do a better job of uh, showing your loved ones that you love them? You jerk. How, how do y'all make that happen? You jerk. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You told me, you told me to ask a question. <laughs> this boy Dre. That's all my I'm going to start quit. calling you one hitter quitter. <laughs> hey, hey, I like that. Anybody know what a one hitter quitter is? Yeah, that's what I do. It don't matter. It, this dude could be bobbing yeah. and weaving. Hey, yes, sir. And then next year, no. You just come with one good uppercut. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll answer it first because he's trying to talk to me. Okay. And it's disrespectful. Especially when you got V here. Yes, sir. A yes, knowledgeable sir. guest. Yeah, no, no, she's going to answer it too. Who's been amazingly and splendidly answering these questions all day. Now, this for both of y'all right here. Like how how do how do y'all show how do you show your loved ones um, that you love them? I need to be more available mm. to my loved ones. Yeah. Um, and then you, you know what I mean we we've already talked about this. I mean you pointed it out to me before, and I've heard it all my life. But it's just putting in the process. It's just like you, Joe, you don't have to live in a cave. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even though you act like or or think you don't need anything. That's not always the purpose. Sometimes mm-hmm. people need you. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people need you to love and, and share that love. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then also allow them to, to be available in those arenas that they can love you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? 
So, yeah. So you're dirt bag. Me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, it's the same for me is spending more time um, with the people that are in my inner circle, which it's a small circle, mostly my kids. And I have been trying to do that. I think I could do a little bit better with my son, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a family, kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to take away from their time. Like, my, my kids are adults. And I don't ever want them to feel like um, I'm trying to be in their business and stuff like that. But they want to be there, you know, so I have to make room to allow my kids to be there, especially my son, because my son is just so loving. Like the other day he called me on uh, I think it was Thursday morning and he's like, hey, mom, um, I just uh, I'm calling you because I couldn't sleep since four o'clock in the morning because I had a bad dream about you. And I just, you know, didn't want to call you like when I knew you were getting ready for work because I knew you're in a rush. But um, I just wanted to check on you, you know, and I was like, I'm OK, mijo, you know, I'm, I'm good. And he's like, well, I just couldn't even sleep. He goes, but I just hearing your voice, mom, I feel better. Like, have a good day. And I'm like, OK, baby, you too, you know, but <laughs> that's my son. You know what I mean? And, and he's the one that I was a teenager when I had him. And I felt and I've all, I, I apologize to my kids because I was young when I had them, but more so my son. And I'm like, man, I, I did the best I could. Like, I know I made a lot of mistakes, yeah. but to see the way that my kids love me, it humbles me so much because I felt like I failed a lot of times as a mm-hmm. parent. So for me, it's just showing them, affirming them and making time for them and for my grandkids. Like mostly it's making myself available to them. But I think the bigger um, thing that I need to do is allow people to be there for me mm-hmm. because I know how to be there for people 24 seven all the time. But I I struggle with giving people the opportunity to be there for me. Mm-hmm. So this, I need to work on that. See what this dirt bag did to I know. us? I'm about to cry and stuff. Like me okay. and you don't need to be pointing out. Like we just want to have a good you time do. and be in our sorrows by ourselves. <laughs> Dre over here, hey man, you gotta, like if if you're a real friend, right? then you would be available for your friends so they can love on uh, you. That's right. That's a fact. That's yeah. a natural this fact, speech, y'all. Dirt you know, this is my podcast too. It's not just yours. Exactly. You're not gonna hey. talk to me like that. <laughs> That's love, man, and it's true. So no, I don't yeah, need your job. tough love. You just good. talk about tough love. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Don't be applying it this way, okay, sir? I know about tough love. <laughs> good, job. good job, y'all. Good answer. So, V, do you have any questions, V? I mean, you are the guest. Wait, all. did you answer the question? No, I'm not. I, what, well, I don't even know what the question is. So you asked the question. <laughs> I just asked the question. It goes out to that in, a, in the universe. And, Joe answered his question. Like I, said, I don't know what the question is, though. I really don't. <laughs> like, something you could do better about love. Oh, something I could do better <laughs> about showing the people that I love. Um, what can oh, I do better? <laughs> hey. Once he asked it, he yeah, was done there, with it. Uh, done with before you answer this question, I'm going to teach him a new word. <laughs> Manipulate. So, <laughs> What Dre is doing is called a manipulate. dip. That's where they manipulate you and they're dipping out of the conversation and changing it up on you. And manipulate can be like, that person be like, hey, what's that over there? And then they run away. That's what Dre trying to do to not answer the question. Don't manipulate dip us. Yeah, man. Um, I guess the only, I mean, for me, man, it'd be the same as y'all, man. Just availability, man. Available to... um, Matter of fact, it's the exact same as you, V. I mean, being available and then allowing people to um, 
to be there for me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. That that's that's something that I've always struggled with. Um, because I mean, I, I would I would guess it's the same reason why you do vegan. We're so used to just doing it ourselves and doing it on our own and just getting it done. Um, but yeah, we we gotta allow people to love on us too, man. We gotta allow that because mm-hmm. it's so necessary for us to to um, to love and be loved. So availability and just allowing people to be there for me. That's me now. V, do you have any questions as the guest of honor? <laughs> About love. Shit, hmm. don't, you, don't you start it. You, cannot, you could be <laughs> uninvited. We ain't got no questions. Man. What, <laughs> she, she, what uh, kind of um, boundaries do you have when it comes to to love, to, to your relationship? Like, um, Like, do you just let things happen or do you have certain things that... Like, okay, this ain't going to work. I'm going to cut cut this off. Like, I guess it's more like what are showstoppers for you? Like, when it comes to love, like, what's a turnoff for you? Or what's mm-hmm. something that's going to completely just, like, a red flag or maybe even bring fear and want you to, like, run away from mm-hmm. that person? Yeah. So, um, in the relationship realm of things, I have learned to look for people loving me. And that's either in a friendship or, um, you know, somebody that I can see myself being intimate, I have to see that they love on me. Because I know that if I get too deep in any relationship, that I will love on those people, and it won't be a balance. Mm. And so I have to look for that in those people, because I can't wait um, for you to, you know, love me when you're ready to love me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that may be too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I need like I need you to show me you love me immediately because I know me. I'm I'm head first. I care about you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take care of you. But I know that with a lot of people and I've learned my lesson, it, like I end up being drained and then I'm like, what was this all for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like, lose yourself. You can lose yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like what was this what is this all for? Like you don't care about me as a person unless I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I can't do or I'm not able to do, then what, then what does our relationship look like? Mm-hmm. Has it always been about you? So, like, I, I, I've learned now to look for those signs. Like, like hold on. Is that person... Does that person really love you or they just love what you do for them? Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How you make them feel. Yeah. Um, for like, no, I don't love nobody. Say, <laughs> 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 so what would you say? You don't love them, ho. <laughs> no, man. Um, for me, man, um, my boundaries, my, my, all of that, uh, my red flags, um, an insecure person mm-hmm. in general not insecurities we all have our insecurities yeah. um so it's different like you just being an overall insecure person for me is a red flag mm-hmm. period guy or or woman mm-hmm. um the other thing is anything that affects my peace man i yeah. can't i i just can't afford those type of people in my life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so if you're just dramatic uh for the sake of being dramatic on an everyday basis or a weekly basis it's like no i can't do nothing for you 
because I already know, I've already know that I've done my part. I've mm-hmm. already had conversations with you. I've already tried to help you. And if you're going to continue to just remain, if everything about your life is always something going on in your life negatively, mm-hmm. I got to subtract myself from that equation and get up, get up out of there. So it's really those things for me. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. For me, it's um, if I feel like you're trying to put me in a box, mm-hmm. I just feel like mm-hmm. I've become claustrophobic in that sense. Like if I feel yeah, like no. somebody's trying to put me in a box and trying to make me be this w- one person. And see, before there were times where I was setting false expectations upon myself where I thought people expect this from me. Mm. And it's not that case now. Like now I'm like, no, I'm going to be me. And now that I have discovered that it's okay for me to be me and I might not be everybody's cup of tea, that's okay. You know, like I don't have to be. And I can sleep well at night knowing that I'm not. Like it doesn't have to bother me. Mm -hmm. So when I do meet someone and he's interested in me, And but then I notice little things he says, and it's usually an insecure person Mm -hmm. that wants me to be a certain way so that they can feel secure Mm -hmm. and they can feel like, okay, um, I have a chance with this person or whatnot. Like if you can't accept me for who I am, then don't even bother. Don't bother. That's like a big like flag for me. And also, I also feel like the same way, like if you're constantly negative, if if you are messy with little things, like I'll notice little things, like um, if you are passive aggressive, those type of things, I don't want to deal with you. Mm. Like you're going to have to f- fix that or just stay away from me because I have been burned by people that are that way. And I'm sorry, I always see potential in people. And that was, it can be good, it can be bad. Um. So now I'm like, okay, I see potential, but I got to see reality first. Reality is I got to watch it with this person. And if I got to watch it with you, then you cannot be in my inner circle or I cannot date you. If I if I already feel like something inside me is warning me about you, I'm going to listen to myself and we're done. I'm not going there because I'm not going to put myself in that place again because it has taken so much work to get where I am. I'm not just going to give it to anybody. You know, you can't throw your pearls to the pigs. No. Mm-hmm. Can't throw your pearls to the pigs. That's huh? it. Right? Okay. Come on. Hey, look. She, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amen, sister. Hey. Hey. I used to preach at one point, okay, <laughs> y'all? Y'all be judging me because I be talking about side pieces and stuff, but I know the word. <laughs> look. Amen. Look. I don't know. I don't have too much else to say. I mean, <laughs> that, look. No more questions? You done picking our brains? No, hey man. Look, tugging at be- our hearts. Be- beautiful dreams. episode, y'all. Beautiful episode. <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> man, I just, I just love this episode. I love both episodes <laughs> just for the fact that it's like, you know, uh, the conversations that we have. Like people need to hear that. Just like when I told mm-hmm. you to repeat what you said, that resonated in me yeah. because I noticed somebody that's listening to this love episode and like, shoot, I don't, I don't know. Whoever's out there, like, you know, I yeah. hope that whoever, you know, whatever gave you some love that maybe you didn't even get today because maybe somebody yeah. didn't tell you that you're loved or you're mm-hmm. important or that you're special. So, man, I just thank y'all for just being open and vulnerable and mm-hmm. yeah. having this conversation because, you know, 
it don't have to be just February 14th. Right. Whatever for that. Exactly. For these conversations to happen. And this, like, everybody's circle should be having this. Yes, definitely. Because like Dre said earlier, we were talking for a long time. Like, I feel like us talking the way the way we talk. And every time we get together, I always feel like this is the vibe we're on. This is who we are. There are times where, yeah, we're joking around. We're having yeah. fun. We're talking our, you know, talking our smack. And then there are other times we we do get into these deep conversations off mic. There's mm-hmm. like stuff. So I think this is good. This is a good opportunity because. Some people or most people don't get to see this side of us, you know, Mm -hmm. not that we aren't real when we're behind the mic, but there are just some conversations that we have on our own that have to be had, like you said, because we know each other so well and we trust each other enough to share stuff, you know. So, yeah, y'all ain't got friends like like these. (laughs) I don't know what what you're doing with your life. (laughs) That's real, though. That's real. I mean, because it's hard to find good friends like, no, that, really like that you trust and stuff. But And that's why I don't understand why some people, <laughs> mainly women. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you're, 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 you're going to agree to be like why they feel like they've found their significant other every four months. Oh, oh God. Like, he's my king. Like, oh, I like, hate that. <laughs> like, Yo, you playing chess? What are we doing? Because you didn't have four kings this year alone. Like. <laughs> Yo, this is the one, like, he he's my son. I'm uh, like, huh, what you talking about? Like, what we doing here? Mi like, cielo, mi corazón. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, if it's that, if it's if it's this difficult to find genuine friends, it's that much more difficult <laughs> to find a significant other. I can assure you of that. Very true. So, I don't play about mine, man. I'm real serious about my friendships. So, I'm that much more serious about the, the person I choose to be involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just who I am. That's how I was brought up. So yep. that's all I got. That's all I got. And um, I ain't dating till 2025 because that's when my you know. healing time is over. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, for apparently. sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if you want, you know, to go on a date, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. She down yeah. with that, man. Make sure you treat her right, <laughs> I'm just though. throwing it out there. Yeah. Treat her right, treat y'all. Treat her right. I and mean, make she sure you can talk. She ain't going to let you treat her wrong, so ain't nobody worried about no. that. You got so. two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> hey, you know how that goes. <laughs> no, I don't set a timer or anything yeah, like that. Shit. You know, but that's just how I go, man. Two to three weeks max. Yeah, just seems that they, way. They check out. It be like that. <laughs> so, look. I got one more question though before oh, we wrap yeah. it up. He goes. He does this every time. Um, I told you. By this time, y'all. I mean, the shit done already been over with. But um, who's y'all picking the Super Bowl? <laughs> I was gonna say he, you want here to quit a no, drink. I was just no, like, no, we no, can't done. deal with it. <laughs> no, no, we good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we good, dog. <laughs> Come up with the uppercut. I was like, dang, Tyson, stop down. <laughs> yeah, we, who y'all got in the Super Bowl? Uh, um, the Rams or the Bengals? It's gonna be a good game, hopefully. Oh, no, I was just gonna go with the Rams. I don't yeah. really have a reason or anything. Um, I was going. I'm going for the Rams because. Well, I'm going for both teams, and I'll explain them. I'm going for the Rams because there's people on that team that I want to see have a ring. Um, oh, okay. Odell Beckham Jr. Because um, they said my boy was washed. Um, Matt Stafford because he's from Texas. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's from the Dallas area. They say he was washed too. Yeah, they say he was washed because he was out in Detroit. Anybody in Detroit washed. Ask Barry Sanders. He was the best running back, in my opinion, ever mm-hmm. to play the game. Yeah. Um, but didn't do shit. Um, in Detroit, he was in Detroit. Uh, Calvin Johnson, one of the best receivers that ever played the game, same reason. But, um, but for the Bengals, I'm such an underdog, and they're the underdog. Uh, so I always find myself rooting for the underdog. Yeah. 
even though I want LA to get it and I'll be happy if they do. Plus because the 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 Bengals, man, they're a young squad, you know. So um, they got they, time. yeah, they got time, man. <laughs> yeah. Matt and Odell and all them niggas, man, they you know, they on their way out of here. So I would love to see them get a ring, man, straight up. So that's that's my Okay, my so I'm definitely rooting for the Rams. <laughs> now I got a reason I can say if they ask me why, I'll be like, not just because I like the color blue, but <laughs> <laughs> And that halftime show gonna be lit, man. See, so, that's look. what I'm looking forward to. Look, everybody talking about that halftime, yeah, halftime show. show. Yeah, it's gonna be a concert tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it, man. But that's all I got, Joe. Look, I ain't get out. Look, I'm out of juice, y'all. Hey, y'all man. Spit me over here. But you didn't yeah. say who you're going for. Yeah, man. Who, who you rocking with? I'm going for Jesus. He's oh, gonna, he's undefeated. Always <laughs> <laughs> right uh, on the winning team. Yeah. Team. <laughs> uh, you know what, man? I didn't even think about it till today. Until you said something, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about like who I really because they both like you both. Like they're both easy to rock with. Uh, I'm gonna go Cincinnati, man. I like I like the QB, man. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I like, right, that's I like dope. My man. Yeah, Joe, Joe, cool man. Joe, cool. He, he, that dude. <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna say Cincinnati. All mm-hmm. right, we shall see. But uh, look, I also like Aaron Donald. See, there yeah, we go, exactly. man. That ain't going it. Yeah, that's and Jalen. Ra- I got Jalen Ramsey shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey <laughs> and um and uh Von Miller on that team. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, it's gonna be a hard day for Joe, though, man. For real. <laughs> yeah, Joe yo, Burrow, man, Please forgive cool, me. Man. I made you switch cool. sides. I mean, it happens. I told you, I'm going for both of them. It's a win-win for me. My team ain't in it, and it ain't gonna be in it anytime soon. So, <laughs> who you telling? <laughs> My team just got a name, <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> just last week, right? Yeah. The Commanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. And I'm a Texans fan, so that's all we need to know about that. I Horrible. have a question now. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so, for those of us that are like, for instance, Cowboys fans, mm-hmm. like. You know, when Super Bowl happens, everybody wears their own team's uh, jerseys and stuff. Correct. Like, that's just acceptable. It's it's okay. Or yeah, do I got to wear, like, Ram colors? No, no, no. <laughs> you wear your own team <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yes, ma'am. Look, I don't got nothing else. Me neither, man. Close us out, I Joe. Wait, wait, first, first, wait, hold up. V, you got any shout outs? Nah. But plug your, plug your own <laughs> podcast, man. Let yeah. these people know where they can find your podcast at. I'm gonna shout out all your listeners, Cup Joe with Dre, and ask them to uh, be kind and nice to me. <laughs> you know, we get pressure. You know, whenever you're a guest for this podcast, to bring it. So hopefully, I didn't let you ladies down. Um, and you fellows, hey, hey, what's up? So um, also, just just hey. shout out, <laughs> shout out to um, everybody out there that has uh, a has decided to overcome and continue to love despite mm-hmm. what they have been through. You know, I commend you on that because it's not easy and it can be scary, but you choose to be brave and continue to love in a world that really needs it. And um, uh, Voice of V, you can follow me on Instagram and you can stream uh, my podcast on any of the platforms. So your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, Whichever one, um, I'm out there. So, and I have an episode that drops every Monday morning. And, you know, 
next next month I'll be tra- talking about cheating. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I'll give my shout out. Just in time for spring break. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look, cheating season. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's breakup season. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the start of spring, spring break is breakup season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to God, you know, hey, Jesus, you know what it is. Uh, and then shout out to all the listeners, man. Just love on yourself, man. And, you know, these two episodes, share them with people, man. A lot of people need to hear about love and, mm-hmm. and be told love and, you know, love your, love your people around. So yeah. that's it. Hey, um, shout out to the listeners, man. Shout out to my daughters. Love y'all. Um, shout out to... Shout out to UV. Thanks for being, you know, a guest on our show. Shout out to my brother Joe um, for, you know, just rocking with your boy, making this shit happen every week, um, nonstop for almost two years now, man. Every Tuesday, it ain't stopped, man. We we we're doing our thing, Joe. Man, I appreciate keep, keep, you. Keep keep yeah. rising <laughs> to the top. <laughs> That's all we gonna do, man. So, man, shout out again to the listeners, man. We appreciate you guys. At Cup of Joe with Dre is where you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Cup of Joe with Dre on all streaming platforms every Tuesday um, by 7 a.m. We out there. So make sure you guys tune in and um, spread love, man. That's it. That's all I got. Hey, y'all know what it is. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless. Good night. Yo, this is Cup of Joe with Dre and we out. Peace.